0: What's up everyone? This is Don Suave. First and foremost, I'd to appreciate everyone for viewing my video. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, and also comment. Also hit that notification button below as well. All right, let's get on with the show. I'm self-disrespectful. Self-self-self-disrespectful. I'm self-disrespectful. Self-self-self-disrespectful what's up everybody it's broadcaster broadcast of the seven cities aka don suave we we'll back it's that time of the year again you know what that means it's time to get down with that skin, y'all so i just really got one question to ask you and i let triple h do the talking for me are you ready Oh, yes I'm on preseason is done which means it's time to get really really real the NFL season is around the corner down the block coming up the street and we just can't wait some reasons it's like this season just it is going it is something special about this season I don't know what it is maybe it's like this season is so anticipating a lot of big names have moved A lot of moves have been made, period, in the NFL. Some that was blockbusters, some that was questionable. But for some reason, this season just, it just, just different. I don't know. Maybe because of the Commanders fan, this is the first season without Daniel Snyder. It's beautiful to say that. You gotta realize, everybody. I'm telling my age. I'm 36 years old. You know, I remember the we can say it. I remember the Washington Redskins in the nineties. Well I remember when Dan Snyder bought the team. And I remember all the things he said. All the things he said. He was a Washington fan. He's gonna help bring the team back, you know, to glory again. And then you start to say, okay, you know, I, I I I can dig that, I can dig that until he started bringing in players from the 1992 all nfl team he brought back did the bruce smith thing well we want to sign up so he can get the sack record we had dana stubblefield who was a all-star uh defensive lineman for the niners okay we had Deion sanders who got hurt we had adam Marchaletta. we already had ryan clark on the team but so it didn't don't forget, Steve Spurrier and the uh, Florida Gators 2.0 with us. I think most of them guys didn't have jobs to Steve Spurrier came. That's you know, you had Shane Matthews, Danny Warfield, Rydell Anthony. <sighs> then we went to the Jim Zorn days. Now I can't, I, I know Marshall was our coach as well, but he was dead dirty. So I could put him into, but I did a whole story about this. You want to know more about the whole history of, of Dan Snyder and the debacle he did with us? Go to my channel. So disrespectful there's a video there. That talks about the rise and fall of Dan Snyder and the bring back the glory of Washington. Okay. So that's what that's different from us too, cause you know Washington. But there's a lot of stories that I'm gonna detail in this video too that we're gonna say. There's a lot of storylines but i'm going to focus on just five before i do that let's go ahead and wrap up this preseason with this this preseason showcase it is showcasing talents but one thing i know about preseason by looking at football and knowing about it i say preseason is one of those times where you you get used the players play the hardest. I mean, not the starters. You know, starters, basically, they, they got their job. You know, they coming right back. Sometimes even the second stream, maybe. Maybe. But most of the starters, you know, they probably hardly even playing. Because they know, oh, we may do about three series, but we're coming right out because, you know, we started. We're coming right back. But get that player that's a second stream, third stream, or practice squad, or people they just picked up because in preseason some teams can have, can have 100 players on their squad and what happens is throughout the course of preseason that number got to get knocked down knocked down knocked down until the season start well couple, I think a week or two before season start but they got to get down to 53 men but I know when it comes to preseason if you have a chance a chance to get on a national football Football League team you have some of the hardest working guys Now there is good preseason things and there are bad season things What I mean by that You have the good season where you may play as hard as you can play hard part hard, but next thing you know They're not on the team that's, one of the, that's the bad part, because that's one of the saddest things, is that you could play so hard on an NFL team, I mean, you studying the tape, you're studying the playbook, you, you're just studying. Monday, you, you know, let's say the game is on Friday, because, you know, a lot of times preseason don't stay to like, every Sunday or Monday or Thursday or things like that. It, it could be on a Saturday, it could be on a Friday at times. But just imagine, Monday, weightlifting, I mean, you're in the gym for three hours. Hours. I mean, you you in the gym Tuesday. You in the you in the you know with the team. You studying film. You're going over plans. well position? The position coach. Wednesday. You even though you may should, should take a break. Because let's say the game is Friday. You take a break. You're still going in doing more work because you know that your spot isn't guaranteed. Friday come, here comes. It goes the game. Let's say for instance you're a. I say running back. Now, nine times I said you already got two running backs that's already on the squad that basically is the running backs and they're just looking for a third. But you going with five other guys for that last spot. Just imagine how I feel that you are, I mean, you're, you're trying to run through a wall. You're trying, I mean, when I say wall, I mean, you got four different linemen, five coming blitzing. You're trying to go through it all and you feel that like every and any mistake, that's it. You know, like I said you'll get sometimes the best out of somebody and that's the good part because, you know, why well, I said the bad part is you may not get signed. There's still hope that time because other teams can look at you. Now, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you the players right now that, have, that the latest transactions have happened. But for anybody who had never seen this show, I'm just gonna just give you an update. When I do NFL news, I have two parts. The first part is all around NFL. You know, what happens in the news? The second part is dedicated to the Washington Commanders. That's why I do my reports on my team. And I'm gonna detail the stories, the injuries, of uh, stats, anything that comes in there and we preview their games. So for this one, we're going to detail preseason, we're going to detail the injuries, we're going to detail the stories that you can be, that, you know, that I feel like these are the stories you should look at, and then we're going to detail predictions, my predictions of week one. So we're going to take a break, but coming up after this, we're going to dive right to NFL news, and it's going to be fun the season, is here to come. Pause. You're listening to So Disrespectful with your host, Don Suave. Trying hmm. to catch me riding They see me rolling, they hating, patrolling and trying to catch me riding 30. Trying to catch me riding dirty. Trying to catch me riding dirty. Trying to catch me riding 30. The CarMax 30-day money-back guarantee. That's car buying reimagined. Only from CarMax. Welcome back to the show, everyone. It's your boy Don suave and like I said, we're going to do some preseason news. First, we're going to start with the final transactions that happened. You know, people got traded from one t- one team to another, and you can see probably in a few moments, right in my face. You're going to see certain names that have been traded. You know, I'm going to go run down them. But there's only one name I'm really going to take a look into. So, the first person I'm going to say is Dustin Hopkins went from the Chargers to the Browns. Vidarian Lowe went from the Vikings to the Patriots. Kevin Dawson went from the Steelers to the Rams. Tyron Wheatley Jr. went from the Browns to the Patriots. Pierre Strong went from the Patriots to the Browns. Now, this is the name I want to talk about. Just give me a moment go do the rest of them. What we're going to do from Joshua Dodds from the Browns to the Cardinals, Josh Jones from the Cardinals to the Texans, and lastly Isaiah Simmons went from the Cardinals to the Giants. Seeing like the Cardinals be doing a whole lot of moving. But the name I want to speak on is Trey Lance. He went from the Niners to the Cowboys. You know what's kind of crazy is the fact that the 49ers did a lot to get Trey Lance. They did, they, they, they did a lot. And you did thought he was going to be the future. Even though they had Jimmy G, you know, it was just like something about Trey Lance, you just just feel like he was gonna be the future of that team. And let's be real, you have Kyle Shanahan, who honestly looked like uh, Trey Lance was his kind of player. Because at one time when Kyle Shanahan was with Washington, he had RG3. When he's with Cleveland, he had Johnny Football. So it looked like he had these types of running quarterbacks that, you know, in his mind he could do a whole lot of, you know, creative plays. But for some odd reason, it just, I know like Trey Lance had injury problems and, you know, just, they just shook him off to the Cowboys. And what makes the score even so greater is the fact that when Jerry Jones got Trey Lance, that Prescott was actually kept out the loop. Now tell me how that works. Your star quarterback for a good number of years is kept out of the loop about your team getting another quarterback by a younger one at that, a one that was a, a top draft pick, a one that was considered was going to be the future of a team, a great team at that, with a great defense, and you don't know nothing about it? At least when Green Bay got Jordan Love. Aaron Rodgers knew about it, and Rodgers pissed him off. But at least he knew about it. Dak didn't even know about it. So, it goes back to, is that time coming, is wrapping up? Is it? That would be something else. Because, let's be real, Dak, at one time, the Cowboys had a high power offense. Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, Dez Bryant, you know, even Jason Williams up there. And then when Dez left, you had CeeDee Lamb. You had Amara Cooper. You know, and then Tony Pollard came into the play. I mean, then, you know, other receivers came starting to come in. So that had time. And then the defense got better. And I as a, as an NFL broadcaster. I know I gotta talk about teams, but I'm a Washington fan, so talk about the Cowboys and the good things about them make they want to grow up. What does this mean for Dallas? Only time I'm gonna tell. Do you think Trey Lance is going to eventually get to the starting road? Do you think it couldn't be another version of a Patriots thing that gets hurt and he goes Trey Lance and never looks back? Remember when Drew her was the quarterback? He got knocked out. Here comes Tom Brady. And never look back. But I'm hearing you right there, though. So, like I said, the final roster moves is happening. And now we're going to get down to the games. It, well, the standings, I should say. Now, in the NFL, I know it's preseason. It still means something, y'all. It still does. Don't let people that. You know, don't really know the game of football or don't really go deep into football. Preseason means something. Yes, you can go undefeated and have a terrible year. Yes, you can not win a game at all and have a great year. But a lot of times, preseason means something to the team. More importantly, preseason means something to the players. So, why I say that? Well, this past, this preseason that just happened, because now I wrap it up. We had three teams that were undefeated. The Steelers, the Jags, and the Command. I'm not going to jump, jump on the hype train just yet. Just yet. But it's just kind of good here, because it's been a long time since we were undefeated in the preseason. But do you know... This is a little fun fact. Do you know there have been a few teams that have went undefeated in the preseason and won the Super Bowl? Do you know who those teams are? Well, I'll I, I let you know this. It was the 2003 New England Patriots. And also, the last thing to do it was the 2013 Seattle Seahawks. Now, I, if you think about it, some people have picked the Jazz to win their division, AFC South. And they got better. They got better. Last season was like a shocker for a lot of people, but Jazz got better. Steelers is also, is, I tell people they are a sleeper team because their defense got better. I just checked their roster yesterday, they got Patrick Peterson as a cornerback. He's a third, even though he's getting older, but he still can make a difference. Joey Porter Jr. They still got Minka Fitzpatrick. I just found out they got Cole Kukum, who used to be Washington's linebacker. Quan Alexander. They still got Cameron Hayward, and of course they still have the All-Star Harley Garble, T.J. Watt. That's the defense side. Now the offense. I know some people say, well, they don't have no offense, may be kind of questionable. But let's be real. George Pick is, 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 he's coming. He, he's, 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 he's the good, decent quarterback. They still got Nadja Harris. They still got Deontay Johnson. And an X factor into the offense, for what a lot of Steelers fans have been telling me, is their secondary running back, Warren. I've been told and I'm going to look at it to a little ball. Najee Harris and Warren could be a little bit of a thunder or lightning situation. And let me tell you something. Having two good running backs is always great for an NFL team. Because when you get one, he gets tired, he gets the second one. He comes in, does his work. First one is all good, comes right back. And if they both were good, so many things can happen. So many players can, can go with this. But that's a good side. Now, there are teams that have not won a preseason game this year. It was actually five teams. Now, listen to these teams. The Eagles. The Panthers. The Rams. The Vikings and the Bengals. Now, I know it's like once again you be probably thinking preseason, so it ain't win. You, yes, Eagles was in the Super Bowl. Vikings were in the playoffs. Bengals were in the playoffs. Rams had was, was just depleted with injuries last year, so them getting healthy, they can they can actually make some make some noise in the NFC. And the Panthers were. Well, uh, you got me on that one. I don't know about the Panthers. I mean, honestly, Bryce Young, that whole team just looked, I don't know. Hey, it's the Panthers. But hold on, though. Remember I said that there has been a couple of teams that have won the Super Bowl that they went undefeated in the preseason? There actually has been one team that have won no games in the preseason, and went on to win the Super Bowl. You know what that team is? <laughs> it was the 1982 Washington Redskins. Oh, feels so good to say that. <sighs> yeah, I love my team. But once again, the preseason is ended. It was fun to watch. A lot of players that happened, that, that played, it was good to see them play. So, now the preseason is done, you're coming NFL season, where it really matters. And we're gonna take a break. And when we come back from break, I'm gonna detail five stories to look for in the upcoming NFL season. And it's gonna be a great one. Stay tuned, y'all. You're looking at, and listening to, So Disrespectful. I'm Welcome back everybody so once again there's a storyline to this season and there's a lot of stories happening this year you know a lot of people have went to different places draft picks there's a lot of things happening and it's you can you can pick out from a lot of teams that have stories but I'm just deal with five and you know this yeah I'd say I, you can check info.com for news you could. Check on Bleacher Report and all the different things to check out the news. But this is my top five news that I want to talk about. And of course, the first one, which I understand is so overhyped to a lot of people, but to be real, he still draws money. And that person is Aaron Rodgers. Now, Aaron Rodgers has went to the New York Jets. So here's the biggest question. How fast can Aaron Rodgers, the offense, and the new pieces get on the same page? Think about it. Aaron Rodgers has guys, his offensive coordinator that he knew with Green Bay, Nathaniel Hackett. He also brought in receivers Alan Lazar and Randall Cobb. So you already got three people that's familiar with him. So that can help out. It's almost like the Brady effect when he went to Tampa he brought here Rob Gronkowski, you know, even uh, Leonard Fournette came over. Dominick and Sue came over, but when Brady brought grump, he brought someone that's familiar with him, but there's still questions about other parts of the offense, you know, how anything happened, you know, who didn't call plays for Rogers at green Bay, how he come back after that crazy year with the Denver Broncos being their head coach. What would what, what the iteration of the offensive line before Aaron Rodgers? How would they protect him? And most importantly, how will Aaron Rodgers gain report with Garrett Wilson, who was the Jets' number one receiver? Will the Jets actually take over the AFC East and have people screaming out one more time? J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Story number two. The return of Sean Payton. Now remember, Sean Payton won a Super Bowl with New Orleans Saints. This was like a a year or two after Hurricane Katrina. So Sean Payton do got a little bit of a resume with him. Also got a movie about him as well. But he had his fingerprints over everything dealing with the Broncos operations since he took the head coaching job in January. Now, well, everyone don't want to know about the offense and how it looked like under a slimmed down russell wilson how it would fit well payton has been just uh, sparing his critique of the broncos offense last season and the early moves once he did he beef up the offensive line he signed a running back samaja kareem and fullback michael burton This all points to Peyton's desire to run the ball to ease some of the pressure on Wilson. So you will see Russell Wilson all out out there running around trying to find someone to throw it to. Make it balanced for him. Which he had in Seattle. Because you remember, Russell Wilson, when he was in Seattle, had Marshall Lynch. And Lynch took a lot of people's attention. Which made it easy for Russell Wilson to be the quarterback. Now, here's the thing about it. There won't be no sacred crows for paying, so early returns of this relationship will be fascinating. We'll see if Sean Payton can return Denver to a winning organization. And for goodness sake, I don't know if it's true, but if it is, thank you, Sean Payton, for telling Russell Wilson to be quiet about saying Broncos country, let's ride. They should put a table with mouth over that. The third story that I'm looking to. At the Baltimore Ravens, this we can finally say and put to bed about Lamar Jackson and his weapons. For a long time, I heard Lamar Jackson never had weapons like that. He was a whole offense. Okay, so it's the year where he will have three good receivers: Odell Becker he will also have Aguilar. And he will have Zay Flowers. Plus, he has a new office coordinator in Todd Monkin. So, what that means for the office that was 28th in passing last season. And now during OTAs, Jackson said he, he loved Monkin's offense. And it, it is expected to be one of the most extreme makers in the NFL. And given the contract that, that Jackson just went through. What, 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 he has the highest expectation attached to it because his money, he secured not even a bag. He secured the bank. So story we're going to talk into is the Cincinnati Bengals. Now the Bengals just went to the Super Bowl a couple years ago. Everyone was feeling Joe Burrow, he's a great quarterback. Matter of fact, he's one of the top five best quarterbacks in the NFL. But you know what the issue was really with them? He was on a pathway to being possibly an Andrew Luck. Great quarterback, but because he won't get protected, Andrew Luck just said, I'm out, I'm done. I got my neck hurt, I'm out. Well, that was the same thing with going with Joe Burrows. Now, this past offseason, they did a multi-year project to improve the offensive line. And how this group comes together will play a big part in their championship hopes. Left tackle Leonard Brown was one of the most significant free agent signings in offseason Now, even though Jonah Wilson did want to trade, out the he to right tackle. Hey, the Bengals kept him, and assuming Eric, but they were by Mandator, the reports about the mandatory mini cap, Williams will be on the right side. Now, on the defense side, the Bengals did lose their uh, star safety jesse Bates III and Von Bell Freasy. So, here's a question about that our defensive coordinator Lou Anarumo filled those spots, which are currently unproven commodities. Are they worth watching for the league's stingiest defense? Because they was number six scoring defense in 2022, and they were a very, real Super Bowl contender. But most importantly, if you protect Joe Burrows, he will show up and show out for the Cincinnati Bengals. And the fifth story, I will love and I'm going to talk about it I'm going to talk about it more later but this is just a little teaser trailer the fifth story is the Washington Commanders it's the year without Daniel Snyder need I say more over 20 years of having Daniel Snyder as the owner of the Washington franchise because yes they're the Redskins football team and Commanders now but he's gone now with Josh Harris and Magic Johnson as ownership. And if you were seeing the video, Josh Harris actually be with the people a lot. He actually talks to people a lot. This is a multi-billionaire guy. Also, Magic Johnson, the greatest point guard in NBA history, a multi-billionaire guy with the fans. But this is the season, y'all. It's so much hype with the Washington Commanders. You got Sam Howell, quarterback. You got Brian Robinson, running back. Tony Gibson's still there. Jahan Dawson showed up and showed out his rookie year last season. So now Terry McLaurin now has a, somebody that could compliment him as well. So all error to all eyes will be all on Terry McLaurin. You got to deal with Jahan Dawson now. Don't forget, Curtis Samuel is there too. A healthy Logan Thomas. The officer line, that's the key right there. If the officer line protects Sam Howell, the officer line even gives a, a inkling of a room for Brian Robinson, because he makes his runs. And Antonio Gibson is a speedster. He, he can break tattoo, but he's a speedster, he, he, he's a track star. You know, he do not run when it gets hard. But the thing about it is, that offensive line, and then the defense. Washington was one of the top defense in the NFL last season. They just need it healthy, Chase Young. That's probably the number one question right now with the Washington Commanders. Will Chase Young be healthy? we seen when he's healthy, he, he himself would change the game. But they all still got Montel well Sweat on the other side. Ron Payne, They Captain Jonathan Allen. Jamin Davis showed up last season. He really did. And now with the rookie who changed a lot of people's minds, honestly, Emmanuel Forbes. He could be a star in this league. And then they got young pieces that stepped up as well as not starting. Eric Forbes. You know, they kept Jeremy Reese. They still got Fuller. St- Curl. So the deep is, and this is the year right here, honestly, for the for the staff as well, not just the players, the staff. Number one thing, there's no more, there's no more distractions. No Dan Snyder, no all these allegations, no none of this stuff. Is literally now go out and play football and have fun. You got the talent. You, you got each other. You were undefeated in the preseason. First time in, a, in over a decade. Go out and play football. Have fun with your, 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 your men. Have fun with the guys. Have fun with your friends, your brother, whatever you want, it. your teammates. Just go out and have fun and win football games. And that's all you got to worry about. You ain't got to worry about no more controversy. Even down to the team name. For right now, just go out and play. Worry about the rest of the stuff next offseason. Now we're going to take another break. And when we come back, we're going to do some week one predictions. I'm going to run down all the teams, all the games, and I'm going to pick who, I, who out is going to win. Now stay tuned, y'all. We ain't done yet. This episode right here, we back. back to NFL news every week. You're listening to and watching So Disrespectful with Don Suave. Should I be selling right now? I gotta get a bigger place. What's my house worth? What do you think? What's my house really worth? Do we need to renovate? Okay, that's great. How do I buy a house? What if I don't have time to see it in person? What is going on with this housing market? Don't worry. I can take the guesswork out of it. Welcome back, everybody. Now we're going to do the week one prediction. Like I said, NFL season is is, is approaching real fast. We're done preseason, so now we got the NFL season coming up. And the first game on that Thursday is the Detroit Lions versus the Kansas City Chiefs. My prediction is, I mean, as much as I love the Lions, a month I love that Cinderella story, you know. I, I love that they, have, they have kind of like resonate with Detroit itself that hard nosed, hard working middle class type, you know, that get on that ground type of work. I can't say nothing against Patrick Mahomes, boy. I shouldn't try to say. You know, Patrick Mahomes is just was the best quarterback in the field right now. Travis Kelsey is still there. You know, the report is that maybe he relies too much on him, but if the man's the do the man's the dude. Don't break something that don't need to, that don't need to be fixed. I mean seriously. I mean, So, you know. So don't fix that name, bro. I know. Don't don't ask. But I gotta go with the Kansas City Chiefs. I gotta. It is the definitive world champions and I just don't see no breaking the armor just yet. Maybe after week one, maybe after a few weeks, you can start seeing it. but for right now, it just seems like Patrick Mahomes on the road to being one of, if not the greatest quarterback of all time. I know it may be too early, but then again, I mean, the man was the five AFC champion, to been to, what, three Super Bowls and won two already? And he's not even 30 yet, he's, so. And for what we're looking at, it doesn't look like he's slowing down any bit. So I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs. Next one is the Carolina Panthers at, at the Atlanta Falcons. You know, like I said, I don't want to judge preseason because it is preseason. That's how you, you know you gotta learn. You know, right shot is a rookie quarterback. And you gotta learn the system and learn on the frame right and all that stuff. But I don't know. Atlanta just got Devin real He not taking the rain getting like the start this year and his backup you know shout out to ODU Taylor Honecky I really think I'll just go with the Atlanta Falcons on this one I mean I just see them as a better team and I, I don't, maybe the Pacers gotta take some time but for right now Atlanta Falcons is a better team next is the Bengals of the Browns now this is gonna be a good game too for me only because it's gonna be the battle of the quarterbacks at first, we thought Joe Burrow's gonna be hurt, but he's—they uh, say he's maybe gonna be for week one. And it's Deshaun Watson. This is his year to be under the full ring of the Cleveland Browns. The last year, he only played like a few games, so he had to get acquainted. But now, it's, it's on him. So the question will come: Are we gonna see the Deshaun Watson of old, when he was one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL? Oh, we will see a regression of them. Brown got a good defense, and they got some good people offense. with Nick still there. So, we'll see. But for my, my prediction, I'm going with this is the United Bank. I mean, I'm just, it was, I think Joe Burrow, Jamal Chase, in fact, defense was one of the best ones in, in last year. And like I reported earlier, they helped the offensive line, which, if they protect Joe Burrow, he will slaughter teams. So I'm going with Cincinnati Bengals. The next is the Jacksonville Jaguars and Indianapolis Colts. You know, I, I don't even want to spend too much time on this. To be real with you, so I'm going with Jacksonville Jaguars. They just get a the, better team, seriously. Colts, I know they got Anthony Richardson and you know, Trevor Lawrence. Look like he, he, like he gonna make some noise this year. And they just beefed up some people in their roster. So we're going with Jacksonville Jaguars. Next is the Bucks Vikings. Now this is a store as well too. This is the template Buccaneers without Tom time Brady. So how are they going to do now? They're going the go Mayfield. Don't worry, if you watch it, if guys watch Undisputed, you probably going to hear his name a whole lot of skippers in love with Bacon Mayfield. So, with that game, I'm going with the Vikings. Maybe you could have lived by him. I love Kirk Cups, I'm not gonna lie. Well with Kirk Cuss and Justin Jefferson, you know, that connection that connection won an award episode, I mean and that connection with got into the playoffs. I mean, so you know, I, I really don't see the Bucks, you know, they I know they got they got Mike Evans, Charles Goodwin, you know, Scottie Miller, you know, maybe the defense still there. But, you know, is, you know, I can't fully really trust Baker Mayfield, but I do trust Kirk Cousins during the season. I do. Even in some certain big games, hey, he came out some big games. That was, that was one of the things that on Kirk Cousins in fact he can't never win primetime games and big games. Well, last season he actually did a couple times, so that's why I'm going with the Vikings. Next is the Titans and the Saints. Now, the Saints had a new quarterback, Derek Carr. But the Titans, I mean, they look like they, they tried. It, it like last year was hurt, hurt, them, So, and they beefed up. They sit around Ryan Hill. But, of course, is, it, is he going to stay there the whole year? We, if we knew focus on week one, you think he may know that behind him is Middle League Willis and Will Leffey. Still got Derek Henry, y'all. That man's a monster. So, I'm going with Tennessee Titans. Next the 49ers and the Steelers. This is going to be a good game. And here's another story. The starting quarterback for the search for 49ers is Brock Purdy. Now, after the game on his belt, now the teams go look at footage of this guy. So now they got something to look at with him. So, well, this be the year that Rob Purdy showed that last year wasn't a fluke. Will they showed that he is he for real. We're going to see. But now you're going to a defense that's pretty much kind of jacked a little bit. I mean, you Joey Porter Jr., Nigga Fitzpatrick, Cole Juan Quan Alexander, Kevin Hayward may be questionable, but he may still play. And, you, and they got Patrick Peterson as well. So that, that 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 defense, defense looking in line nice, and then the offense is young, young guns, but they're going against the 49ers defense, which was, which was one of the best defense, if not deep, best defense in the NFL last season. So but my prediction for this game, as much as it's gonna be I think like it's gonna be a good defensive game going to be a close game, I just haven't just I love Debo Sanders. And they still got Trent Williams, who is a who is a former Washington player. And Joey Bosa, I mean, I'm going, and that defense is too great. I think mean, they're a little bit better than the Steelers. So I'm going with the Niners. Next is the Texans and the Ravens. You know, there's a story about this game. Because Texans got revamped. You know, they got new head coach, DeMarco Ryan, who used to was the defensive coach for the Niners last season. Now is his first time being head coach with the te- team. They also got the rookie quarterback as well, CJ Stroud. But then again the Ravens, like I said earlier, this is the year. This is the year they gotta prove themselves more than ever. And I know why why would Lamar Jackson prove his MVP? Because the notion is that he didn't have receivers. So everything was on him. Now, like I said earlier, he got receivers. Still got down as a running back. So, it's making it Jaws easier, right? Right? We'll see. So, for that game, I am picking the Ravens. Next is the Packers and the Bears. Another story. is the Packers without Aaron Rodgers. Do you realize this is the, one of the few times, I think it's probably the first time, that... A team that the Packers don't have Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers on the on the same time, or get on team. It's been a long time. Now it's under Jordan Love. Remember, Alizar is gone. Brett Cobb is gone. They still got some pieces there, but the Bears and all season, oh, they they stacked up. They 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 stacked up, and Justin Fields there's just something about him. It just it's like you just, you just gotta give him respect. Last season, he was a those times where I feel like he would elevate his game. And I feel like this season, you may see a difference out of Chicago Bears. And for that reason, for that game, I am thinking the Bears to beat the Packers. Raiders and the Broncos. We already talked about the Broncos earlier, with Sean Payton, back that, that coaching. Russell Wilson, got got helping off the line. You know, they with running backs, help to try to balance everything for him, and it's the Raiders with Jimmy G now. Josh Jacobs staying with him. Who's gonna win that game? I don't know. I, I, you know what? I would really. It's kind of like a toss up with this game. So I, I you know, my toss up is off the coin. I was gonna say the Broncos winning that game. So I'm going with the Broncos. Next, is the Eagles and the Patriots. It's so sad that uh, there have been talking about Belichick just getting in on the high seat. Really? Who was considered the greatest coach of all time. Yes, I know he had Tom Brady, but, but at one time, Bill Walker considered the greatest quarterback coach of all time. You know who his quarterback was? Joe Montana, who was considered the greatest quarterback of all time before Tom Brady. So I don't want to hear that. You know, we're for Brady. Well, you know, great coaches have great quarterbacks, it is what it is. Bill Walsh had, had uh, Joe Montana. Uh, Troy Evans with the Cowboys. Steve Young with the nine. I mean, hey, who else to consider that, that they're the greatest quarterbacks? Payton? Payton had Tony at one time, I remember. Would you consider Tom call uh, Jim Crawford? That, that, that's a great coach. What about Tom Coughlin for the Giants? We had Eli Manning. Okay, let me stop that Eli Manning nowhere near uh in the top five greatest quarterback. He managed not to top ten. Anywho, so Eagles still have Jalen Hurts. And them boys picked up though that didn't target Jalen Carter too. And you see in the preseason game, he, he he went straight through the lines. So their defense got better. It's still an AJ Brown. Who the Patriots got? Matt Jones. I'm sorry, just Matt Jones. One of the guys he's like, mm. he's like one of those. Eh, he may do good, may not. But Eagles are like they, 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 they real. They, they still continue to Be real. So I'm going with the Eagles. Next is the Dolphins and the Chargers. This is gonna be a real great game, honestly. Awesome. Tua, Justin Herbert, Mike Woods. Tyreek Hill. The defense is going to get each other. And is in and in LA. The Chargers house. I really feel like, and I said it on the radio station before. I feel like the Dolphins that team. I feel like the Dolphins. The AFC East is going ALC is gonna be kinda of gonna look kinda of competitive now. It ain't just back in the day when it was the Patriots and then everyone else. Bills got a team. We already know that. Dolphins got a team. Now we're seeing with the Jets possibly having a real good team because them boys got a good team now. They got some good players. then the Patriots. But do they get a the Patriots be last in the division? We don't know. But after this game, I just love the Dolphins. I, lo- I love Tyreek Hill. I love Tua. Jalen Waddle. I just, I, I mean, it's, it's Miami. It is. You know, you can play with song. Next is the Rams and the Seahawks. Now, this is going, this is going to be an interesting game as well. Rams was hurt a lot last season. So, now they started getting people back healthy. Aaron Donald's still there. Matt Stafford's still there. Cooper Cup's still there. Manja, this team just won a Super Bowl a couple years ago. And then the Seahawks. Seahawks was very shocking to a lot of people. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, no one knew jail School was gonna do this. And it was Kenneth Walker, the running back. I mean, no one really saw Seahawks being like that. So you didn't get it for real? I say with well, a healthy squad and Coach McVay for the Rams, the Rams winning that game. Next is the, is the Sunday night game. Cowboys and the Giants. <laughs> What do hear about that game. Okay. I said a lot of the pressure of two teams is more on the Cowboys than the Giants. I mean, that's kinda like normal a lot of times, but this season, I feel like every last car is on deck. I mean, coach, that, Ezekiel Elliott went to the Patriots so there's no Pollard and the and Vaughn the running back CeeDee Lamb still there uh, Michael Gallo still there you know the defense with Michael Parsons. they got they just picked up uh, Gilmore they still got Trayvon Diggs it's, it's looking like honestly Jerry Jones like the Patriots are there to make a playoff run but See what they smell say. Yeah, the accident's waiting to happen. Well as far as this game. The, they're going against the Giants. Yeah, Saquon Barkley is there. You know, it's just Daniel Jones is just one of those quarterbacks that's like it, it, he like he does the opposite of what you want him to do. One game you like, I feel like he's gonna tear it up, then he does trash. <laughs> then another game you're like, man, he probably gonna do anything. That's you know this man has probably almost 300 yards passing and almost 100 yards rushing. And you look like, well, who am I getting then? Am I getting Danny Dimes or Danny Pitts? Who am I getting? But for week one, for this game, and I know it's at New York, I feel like Dallas is going to win this game. And lastly, Monday night, Bills and the Jets. Of course, it's going to be Jets, you know. Monday night. Jess, Aaron Rodgers on the stage, Aaron Rodgers versus Josh Allen. Now, you can get, by looking at the game, you, you you would think it should be Bill's hands down, but, like I said, Jess got some pieces in that team. You know, you got Garrett Wilson, a quarter as receiver, and then you got Saltz Garden in that back. You still got, and you got the, you got the chess piece of all chess pieces, Aaron Rodgers, our quarterback. And ain't hey, Zach Wilson, y'all. Aaron Rodgers, he can still swing that rock. They protect Aaron Rodgers. You can still see him just throwing them passes and, and throwing darts. So for this game, all I think gonna come down to defense. And I think the Jets defense is a little bit better than the Bills. So for this game, I know Buffalo Mafia. I know they've been in the playoffs. I know they got close to the to the Super. I know, I know, and Jets just basically just hype team right now, but for right now, I am going with the New York Jets. So those are my picks for week one. I know I've been mentioning one game, but when you stick around after the break, I'm going to mention that game, the Arizona Cardinals and the Washington Commanders. Because right here, NFL News, this portion of the other video, is done. Next next portion, we head into the ballroom. this is the Washington Commanders Center. And that one is all about the commands. Stick around, y'all. So the special knows I love your place. Thanks. Could you grab some carrots? Sure. What's this? That's for pepper. You keep dog food in your fridge? It's not dog food. It's fresh pet. Real meat, real veggies. That you feed your dog. So it's dog food. You were so right about her. Fresh Pet, it's not dog food, it's food food. Those haters can't stand us. Left hand up, who are we? The Commanders. Commanders, Commanders. commanders. We fight for all DC. who are we? The Commanders, Commanders, Commanders. Left hand up, who are we? Yep, what's up everybody? Welcome to the Washington Commanders boardroom. This is Sergeant Suave, double S in the building. So, once again, since the preseason is over, let's talk about the Washington preseason. As I stated before, we were undefeated, 3-0. We beat the Browns. We beat them 17-15, to probably the best game <laughs> it made even made news, like I said, it's preseason. But still, it made news, and it was went viral in some accounts as well. Second preseason game was against the Baltimore Ravens, and why it went viral? Because the Ravens haven't lost a preseason, haven't lost a preseason game in a while. Actually, it's been about maybe twenty-four to twenty-six games they haven't lost. So, once again, it's preseason didn't matter, then them boys wouldn't play so hard. And trust me, if you got time, go look at that preseason game between the Commanders and the Ravens, and tell me them boys, they weren't playing for real. Don't don't, don't say anything else, they was playing to win. They weren't playing to say, okay, I got players, check. So no, 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 they was like, oh, no, we want to win this game. They were playing hard, and Washington pulled off by a game-winning field goal by Joyce Sly. And then you see him running up, throwing the L's to them. And the fans was with it. As you can see, the, the, our team was with it. And we beat them, 29-28. Now, last preseason game was against the Cincinnati Bengals. And Washington beat them, 21-19. Real no in the preseason. Last time that happened has been over a decade ago. Once again, don't tell me preseason doesn't matter. And players showed up. Sam Howard did his thing. Which we knew. We also had other players uh step up as well. Emmanuel Ford stepped up. No, that that's the rookie. He has shown people that he, he's for real. Like he is really real. And then we have players, and this is what I'm about to talk about too, because it's it. I like said preseason. It's the sad part about it. There was players that showed up, and sadly, not on the team anymore. One player that a lot of fans, including myself, wish you know, they'll find some way for them to be on that roster is the running back Jared Patterson. For the for the times I've seen this man play, I don't even see why he's not even on team. Seriously, like, I think he's on our practice squad, but I've seen him play, and even his stature, this man runs hard. Even in the Ravens game, when he caught that pass, they didn't think he was was still in bounds, and he was able to stay in bounds to score a touchdown. You know, it's really sad. I know one thing, though, one of the rookies, Andre Carter, showed out as well, and he made the 53-man roster. So I'm going to show, I'm going to give you a picture, you know, in a few moments of who made our roster so you can see who's starting and who's backed up. But I'm going to also tell, like I said, the dark side of preseason sometimes, which is the players that got released. And here I'm gonna show you the picture as well. And some of these names that got released is kind of sad because I seen them play and they stepped up. And there's, a, there's also a lot of players in this list that didn't step up, and I <laughs> think they already knew it. So I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run down these. There's a few names that really stood out. Of course, the quarterback Jake Fromm, he got released. Me personally, I think he should have took Jacoby'set job. I seen Jacoby said in preseason. Jay Fron did his thing. Jay Fromm threw touchdowns. Jacoby said it was like <sighs> it was like he threw touchdowns. We threw interceptions. And sometimes he would miss wide open people. But when I see Jay Fromm play, Jay Fron needs to be in the fan. He really does. He definitely does. Another one—the running back, Derek Gore. Now I think he's. So what was told to me? He's either the cousin or the nephew of, of Hall of Famer Frank Gore. Remember, I said earlier that having running backs that you have a good, two good running backs like any 83 for a team because you know one gets tired, one comes in fulfill field and you know back and forth. Why well, should have have about honestly about four or five? I say five is a, is a strategy Four definitely. I say no. I can say five. I don't, no, no. I, I say five. Brian Robinson, Antonio Gibson, Jared Patterson, Derek Gord, and Jonathan Williams. Five running backs. Of course, we're really gonna have three on the team. So I'm gonna have two, but you know, they'll carry that three. So, is it sad? They had to go. Another person that left which I kind of figured it was going to happen, and I'm kind of mad it did. Kashmir Allen. There's a guy who used to play for Washington, who was a return guy. I sure miss him. DeAndre up. I, I really miss him. And what pains me a lot is that Washington put guys back there like Dex Milner, who doesn't return. But Cashmere Allen should have stayed with the team some way, we, and I know he made because he's on a special teams player. But special teams get overlooked a lot because it seems like, honestly, with the new rules, it does seem like the NFL doesn't. It's like it's so much harder to return. So mind you, back in the day, we did a kickoff return or a kickoff. And it you didn't have to wait until the ball in for them to run. They would lose. that the, the, the cook would start running, and when he started getting like a little bit ahead, that's when the players start coming right behind him, and then they just take off 50 miles an hour going down to, to, to basically separate the returner. But now it's like they wait, and then two, also, they keep a little further. So a lot of times, more, there's more touchbacks than it was before. But when we do get those kids, you need a speedster. Gibson did it for a period. He was good, but, but he's our running back. We need a speedster. of Carter should have stayed there. And now when Cashmere Island has been released, I just feel like they're going to put Dex Miller back there again. In which we're not going to get any returns. Another one that uh, got released, and you know, the crazy thing about it is I just got a six. Kendall Smith was released by Washington Commanders. So I just say, I hope you know you pick up about somebody because I was out there for one of the training camps and I got his signature in my book. And knowing he's released is like, well, at least you can say he signed, he signed for the commander fans. Another surprise of me was that I sent a Tyler Lawson, you know. One thing about us is I open the line. has been like, like i killers kill at times. So, if you ain't, if you ain't reducing, you're, you're reducing. And then you're reducing out the door. Like I said, it's, it, it's, it's the nature of the beast when it comes to preseason. You start with so many players, 100 100 players sometimes, you gotta get to 53 men. And this is his performance job. You know, just you just hope they get picked up, all their dreams don't stop. us. you know, if you're looking at this, just know you may have been released, but you can say that you played for a National Football League team. not so, so Semi Pro. Shout out to my Semi Pro guys because I was part. I was one too going national football league and you, you will possibly on tv so you can say i have a game recorded my family can see me i actually had a jersey with my name i signed autographs i played in the game you know that's a that's a that's an experience that no one can take away and like i said if you want to this I, I got a list on the screen to show you who also got released as well um as far as injuries injuries well, we put four guys on injury reserve. We put in Caden Smith, a tight end, Kyrie McGowan, which I got his autograph as well, Brandon Dillon, and our running back Jonathan Williams. Which, once again, he's on the injured reserve slash uh, player evidence perform list. Yes, that's why I said it's Jared Patterson need to be there, and also they're going to be on the practice but they're going to work too he definitely need to be on the practice squad so well also since we just went, went over the uh, players that got released players that are on the injury reserve or PUP list I'm also gonna put up here the roster You while I'm talking you get a chance to look at that roster while I talk about the upcoming game so Washington it will be at home. They will be taking on the Arizona Cardinals with Al Kyle Murray. and their starting quarterback is some guy we really never heard of. I thought it was going to be Josh, Josh Dows, honestly, because Dows actually is a good quarterback. He just needs to be in the right system, but he's going with someone else. So I said, this, this is an important game. It's important, even though it's the first week for for Washington Commanders. This is an important game. Sam Howell is now the starting quarterback on the Washington Command. It's his first year. Mind you, last year he only played one game against the Cowboys, and he just did, did good. But it's his year now. The Chiefs were handed to him. And honestly, I really truly believe that uh, I don't even say hot seat. But I think you know. Usually, when it comes to new ownership, new management, they like to bring in their players, or their, like uh, or their coaching staff, I should say. And you know, they'll may sometimes work with what they already have there. But there'll be times they'll say, "Okay, yeah, 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 keep going, 'cause team." And the whole entire time, they got someone saying, "Hey, this person, that person is available to talk. Can we talk? We ain't gonna tell because we don't get no violation. We're fine." As Max Johnson, you know, you got to find for that in NBA. <laughs> but um, a lot of fans think this is Ron Rivera's last year, or could be, if the Washington Commanders doesn't perform. I would say, I would say give him one more year. But I understand why the fans say that. You know, he had like a raw deal coming into the Commanders team anyway. One, he dealt with Daniel Snyder. Two, remember, Ron Rivera also had cancer. So he had to deal with that. Three, the the pandemic. You know, we can't say that. We can say the pandemic. They had to deal with that. Four, all the stuff that Daniel Snyder was doing, they had to answer for it another thing is the last year one of the worst trades that ever the commanders have done was get Carson Wentz and it proved to be a disaster from the start and then when Ron Rivera kept getting asked about and asked about and you you saw the press conference he snapped so he had to deal with a whole lot coming into this organization from the jump So that's why I say, give him at least a year or two where he don't have to deal with this. He don't have to answer questions for Carson Wentz. He don't have to answer questions about Dan Snyder. He don't have to answer questions about allegations. He don't have to answer a lot of that stuff. Now, it's on him. Now, it ain't what we fans believe is a political move or money move or a game of Carson Wentz. Because we all know he should have never been in the game on that Browns game. Never. Taylor Heineke was a high, high and we're winning with him. Once again, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But for some odd reason, it ain't broke. That Cleveland Browns game, they decided to not only just fix it, but try to fix it and put parts in it that didn't even go with them, what we needed to be built. And you saw what happened. And, and, and then after the game, we had the playoffs. And then he decided to go with Sam Howe. So, I understand why fans say this is last year. It should be. I said, get one more year. Just, just to see. This year, you don't do anything? The year, next year, he's hot seat. Burning. So there ain't no excuse this time. No. Now your job is to go out there and be a head coach of a National Football League team and go win. Win, you know you've got the players for that. So, my prediction for that game oh yeah I believe Commanders going to win that game I believe they're going to win and to show my love and my dedication to this team there's something I always wanted to do with an NFL team matter of fact that's what I always wanted to do with a team anyway and I'm going to do it and I hold the Washington Commanders team is to take heed to this because this right here coming from the heart. especially you to get to a former football player and a guy who loves football. So, watch out for this. All you want to do is five, four, three, two, one. 3, 2, 1. When your family is growing in ways you never expected, Agents who are realtors are here for it. like to be outside the city. Here for the journey. Here with local knowledge beyond the listing. Because we're realtors, experts in what we do. Bound by a code of ethics. We're here for it all. Good boy. Because that's who we are. Wentz, quick pass, and it's intercepted! And the Titans win, 21-17! Heineke, look, see, Thibodeau out of the play. Heineke throws, incomplete! Broken up by Darnay Holmes. No, he did not, and that's it! The Vikings. It's deep ball, Dotson in double coverage! grant up had his hands on it and it's picked off for a second time today by delpin we can be eliminated it, it, folks are angry out here it's not depressed people are angry people are mad people are screaming at me to make sure i tell it straight and you got to tell it straight this is the type of loss that in a strong organization Everything is on the table following this. You, you, you may have to completely clean house after a loss like this. Breaking news from the NFL. The commanders are about to have a new owner. Our Jonathan Jones reporting that current owner, Daniel Snyder, has reached an agreement in principle to sell the team to a group led by 76ers and New Jersey Devils owner Josh Harris for around $6 billion. Some breaking news in the NFL. Eric Baname has been offered the commander's offensive coordinator job, according to Adam Schefter, and has agreed in principle to take that job. 60 minutes, gentlemen. That's all it takes. 60 minutes to show you belong here. 60 minutes to show that they want a mistake for you to step out on that field. 60 minutes is all it takes to show just who you are. You went through all the trials. You went through all the battlefields. You went through it all. You made it out to here. You made it out to week one. You made it out in front of these fans. In front of the fans that paid you, that want to see you. You owe it not to just yourself, you owe it to the fans. You owe it to the family, you owe it to the organization. Don't take this lightly. Don't take this for granted. Because just in a split second, it can all be taken away from you. 60 minutes is all it takes to show who you are. 60 minutes is all it takes to show the team that you're going against who you are and what you gonna show are you gonna show the heart of a champion are you gonna show the heart of a warrior are you gonna show the heart of a commander or you gonna show the heart of a peasant of a joker of someone less than what you are what are you gonna do how are you gonna fight for this right now you're representing an organization that has been around for a long time Right now, you represent an organization that has some loyal fans. From your highs to your lows, from your wins to your losses, from playoffs to no playoffs, to having bad seasons, to having good seasons. You represent fans that will stand for you. When you're 3 and 13, when you're 2 and 14, when you're 1 and 15, you'll stand for fans that will gladly hold you up even when you don't want to be held up this is the Washington Commanders right here this franchise is a story franchise but them people across you that you're playing against they don't care I understand it's a game but for right now it's war are you willing to go to war? are you willing to go to battle? are you willing to take the man going against you and you won't just put him in the ground you put him through the earth what are you willing to do for your team? What are you willing to do for your organization? And most of all, what are you willing to do to the fans who held you up? Who held you accountable? Because they know that you're better than what you think you are. You're better. So show them. Show them what you can do against the Arizona Cardinals. Show them what you can do in the National Football League. Show them what you can do. For these next 17 weeks, show them, show who them you are. Show you not to be played with. Show you not to be messed with. Show them what you can do when they try to take what you want. Welcome to FedEx Field. Welcome to the Washington Commanders. Welcome to the battlefield. Welcome them, or welcome them with an L. Welcome them. To let them know they're not going to take what they want. But we are sure who we are. Sure what we can do. And most of all, sure that we are the Washington Commanders. I'm self-disrespectful. Self-self-self-disrespectful. I'm self-disrespectful. Self-self-self-disrespectful.